You're listening to the Design Your Dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them. As the dream design coach, I've helped thousands of high achieving creatives reconnect with their inner blueprint to design, manifest, and live the life of their dreams. Each week, I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another awesome edition of this show, which is getting a facelift. We used to call us Wednesday Wisdom, so you're still going to see the Wednesday Wisdom banner, but we are now the Dream Design Podcast. I know, it's crazy. I'm so excited. I'm sure you are too. So the good news is, same amazing content, same incredible guests, but you're going to be able to download it in all those places where you love to listen. So if you're a person who's like, I love meeting these incredible guests, but I want to do it when I'm in my car or when I'm driving or something where I can't necessarily look at the screen, you're in luck because we've got you covered. And speaking of covered, you guys, I have the most incredible guest today. I mean, this woman is an absolute power freaking house, y'all. Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi, is a motivational keynote speaker. She's a two-time best-selling author of the Walk With Me and God First books that have been endorsed by Les Brown. If you don't know who Les Brown is, you might be living under a rock. And a life coach and a confidence coach. Her, She's a first-generation Haitian-American financial expert. She's from the Florida chapter of the World Women's Conference and Awards, the host of the Walk With Me podcast, a sexual assault advocate, breast cancer advocate, human trafficking advocate, and a mental health advocate. She is freaking amazing. You guys are going to love her. You get to meet her in just a moment. I'll see you soon. Everybody, as promised, the incredible Gigi Sabat. Welcome, gorgeous. How are you today? Fantastic, fantastic. It is such an honor to be here today. It is so good to have you. I have so many questions for you. I don't even know if we'll get them all in. So let's just dig right into it. So I, I mean, obviously, I've been on your show. You and I are besties. Like we've had conversations, and just to kind of like give people an idea, like where did this all start for you? Obviously you didn't start out as the incredible powerhouse coach and speaker and motivator and visionary that you are. Kind of tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you are now. Yes, great question. So essentially I'll backtrack here a little bit and I'll tell you this, my parents came to this country from Haiti around 35 years ago and they instilled in my brothers and I the importance of obtaining an education, so I did. I attended the University of Central Florida in Orlando. I obtained my BA in political science, pre-law and sociology. And then I interned for the Senator during my undergrad studies. And then I pursued a degree in law. 
Now, while in law school, I became the Student Bar Association president, which means that I oversaw all the organizations in the law school. So I was very productive at the time, but my life transformed forever one day. And I'll never forget, I had just got done studying and then I was on the phone call with a colleague from the Student Bar Association. I was on the couch and the abuser charged at me, beat me, almost strangled me to death, threw my phone across the room. And when I tried to get back up, I fell flat like a vegetable. And at the time, I didn't understand why I fell flat like a vegetable, but the domestic violence advocates told me it's because I lost oxygen to the brain. So the fact that I'm still here and I'm able to utilize my skills and my knowledge, I'm truly grateful. But after that incident, it allowed me to step into my purpose and understand God's purpose for my life, which is to serve his people on this new spiritual platform. And so my relationship with God grew tremendously. I reread the Bible. I then got baptized again as an adult. And I just stepped into my purpose and I haven't stopped since. Then I, I wrote the two best-selling books, Walk With Me and God First, which is a spiritual walk. And it's all about helping others walk with purpose and never giving up, no matter what trials or tribulations that they face. And then God First is about raising awareness and educating others that it, the, about the importance of having God first place in our lives because we would not have all the issues that we have in society if people were to keep God in his proper place, which is first. Mm -hmm. so powerful so powerful and you know it's amazing how much things really affect us in the moment and how terrifying they can be and they become such a crucial part of our story that when we look back they kind of make up the building blocks of who we are and they lose that that you know that emotional trauma in the moment. Like we don't go back there. We kind of absorb it into ourselves and think like, this is why I had to go through this because it made me the person that I am today. And, you know, even for me, I mean, I certainly didn't have anything quite so violent, but growing up with, um, you know, a narcissistic parent, right? Like, like that feeling of like, why, why do I always feel like I'm not good enough? Why am I always being, you know, mentally abused? And now I look back at it and I'm like, wow, like God had to put me in a place where I would feel so less than, so I would be able to be part of the story of bringing myself back to that love. Because it's only through that personal love and that relationship with God, source, creator, Allah, however you say it, that you really, truly self-actualize. You know what I mean? And sometimes you don't want to do that work until you're forced to do that work. And obviously in trauma times, that's when we kind of don't have a choice, right? It's like you were laying there, you know, this horrible thing happened and you're like, oh, no girlfriend's not going down like this. Like this is not going to happen like this. And then you took that and you used it as a, not as a platform, but just really as kind of the, the springboard for who you were meant to be all this time. And I just think that that's so incredible. So tell me a little bit after that happened, you mentioned, you know, in your bio, you mentioned that you kind of became an advocate for things like, um, you know, um, abuse and trauma and also in human trafficking. And I'm just curious because, you know, that's obviously something that's near and dear to my heart and, and many others. What kind of brought you to that um, advocate status? Was it because of what happened to you or was there more to it than that? Yes. So essentially, I am a domestic violence advocate, sexual assault advocate, human trafficking advocate, breast cancer advocate and mental health advocate, as well as an advocate for many other topics as well. 
because we're in a day and age now where we need to raise awareness and educate others about these various subject matters. So I am a domestic violence survivor, but I'm also a survivor of sexual assault. And so what happened with the sexual assault, I was sexually assaulted when I was, and I took all the precautions in the world that you could possibly think of to avoid it from ever happening again. But after the domestic violence matter that I mentioned to you earlier, when I was in full recovery, mind you, I was still in recovery from that alone. And then I was working with the company at the time and they said, hey, we're going on an annual retreat. And I, I was in a thought process of, well, I've never really traveled because I've always been head in books, head in books. And so I said, I said, you know what? I'm not going to live in a box after everything that happened to me with the domestic violence. I, I'm going to travel and just breathe. And so I, I did. I traveled, not thinking something else was going to happen. And when I got there and we, I was out with a group of individuals that I was with, I was taken by a man who worked for the company, but from a different state. So no one in the inner circle I was out with knew who he was. He took me and he sexually assaulted me. So I was sexually assaulted again as an adult. And for me, I just became numb to pain at that point. And then it really, really, really was that aha moment for me to say, okay, God, I understand what you need me to do as well in regards to the, the events. Later on, I was able to understand why he commanded me to do it. So first was the domestic violence, global virtual panel of domestic violence survivors event that we had. I hosted that one and then the global virtual panel of sexual assault survivors. And then after that, he commanded me to host one on the breast cancer survivors. And I'm not a breast cancer survivor, but I care about the cause. And so what I did is I, just like I did for the domestic violence and sexual assault events, I, I asked the individuals, the leaders in their communities from all over the world to speak on the panel. And they did to raise awareness and to educate others about what breast cancer is. So we had the leaders speak about it, but they also spoke about the fact that breast cancer affects not just the person who's going through it, but the loved ones around them as well, which is not really talked about in society. And I'll backtrack here and I'll tell you this too, with the domestic violence and sexual assault, too often those those topics are tied to just women, that this only happens to women. That's not the case. So we had the panel that included both men and women to raise awareness and to educate others about that. And then two, that it does happen in not just heterosexual relationships, but also homosexual relationships as well. So we, we really wanted to pinpoint a lot of the areas that are not discussed in our society, as well as domestic violence. Too often, it's taught that it's only physical. That's not the case. It's also emotional, mental, financial. Then there's PTSD that's And then also, too, it happens in the family. It can happen in the household. Domestic violence is not just in a relationship with a partner or someone of that nature. It's, it's also in family. So children are also affected by that as well. As you just mentioned, you had your own experience. So you are familiar with the narcissistic character traits. Mm -hmm. And that's also why I mentioned the narcissistic character traits in my book, in the Walk With Me book. That's again about helping others walk with purpose and never giving up. So I mentioned that chart so people know the, the, the character traits that are tied to narcissistic character traits to avoid that. And so that they can know the red flags and the signs to look out for. Mm -hmm. You, you asked me, when did I become an advocate for all these things? Truly, I, I cared about it all along, but it was a matter of just understanding my God's purpose for my life. And so when I understood it and I stepped into it, I, I just stepped into it fully. And I, I just, I'm in it. I'm in it and I'm not stopping. And 
literally I'm going to continue to raise awareness and educate others about this topic. And so human trafficking, let me get to that now. Human trafficking, I'm, I'm highly educated on the subject matter. And I really, my, my mission was to raise awareness and to educate others, but I cannot do that alone. And so I'm grateful for the leaders who spoke on the panel to raise awareness and to educate others about the topic. And we, we really pinpointed how it's, it's not just in other countries. This happens right here in our backyards. And it starts with us as leaders to really educate others about this. And so what we found was that sexual assault survivors too, some of them are survivors through the human trafficking realm, through what happened through them as human trafficking survivors. So some of those topics were brought up in that sexual assault panel as well. And so when God commanded me to host that human trafficking panel, I did. And we did not just have women. Again, we really wanted to raise awareness that it does not just happen to women. So we had men on the panel as well to raise awareness that it happens to men and it happens to children. It happens to children. And of course, we didn't have any children on the panel. But you know what? The survivors, the men and women who were on that panel were the voice for those children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you talk about the mental health topics. So all of those topics that I mentioned, what we found was a pattern of some sort of mental health that was tied to some form of, of abuse or something that happened or a certain trial or tribulation or challenge that led that person to have that mental health or such as depression, anxiety, something led to that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. So as you know, on this show, we always like to talk about building the dream business. And obviously you've done that. Um, You know, it definitely has a component in it of being in, in service, but at the same time, it's, it's what you want to do. And it's, on your terms. And so I always like to ask folks kind of like, what are some of the deal breakers, things that your business had to have and things that were like, this is not happening in my business, just so people can get an idea. Cause the idea is that we get to decide how our business is. We get to decide how we build it and what we include and what we don't. And people think that they have to go look at a list of what's already available and pick from that. But the truth of the matter is, we get to visualize it, we get to create it, and then, you know, manifest it into reality. And so I'm just curious, what are some of those must-haves, can't-haves for your business? I love that question. It's a great question. And so essentially, what needs to be in my business is God first. Too often in our society, there's a negative stigma with God being in business. And here's the thing, after you almost lose your life, you start seeing from a different lens. And that's what happened there. And as I mentioned earlier, I dug deep into the Bible, my relationship with God grew. And what I noticed was a pattern of folks bringing their head and heart in their personal lives and having God in their personal lives. But when they got to their business, they were so miserable because why? They're told that they cannot bring God into their business. And so I said, you know what? God is going to be first and foremost in my business. That's a must for me and also positive relationships and really that positive growth to help others really grow in a positive manner and understand that the importance of maintaining a resilient mindset because life in this life is not perfect you're bound to run into a challenge or a trial or tribulation. 
And so you need to be ready. You need to know how to maintain a resilient mindset. And so that's what I train others on. Not just a resilient mindset, but also leadership. Hence why we're hosting the Global Virtual well, the Leadership Conference coming up on May 15th. Mm-hmm. It's so important. And as our society continues to change rapidly, especially with COVID now, make, causing us to pivot how we do business, we need to understand how we need to be in alignment with the technology how, so we can be ready to, and equipped to serve others mm-hmm. virtually. Because if COVID may cause us to live in a virtual world, we need to be ready to continue to do God's work as God's servants to serve his people. And so you asked me what needed to be in my business. And again, that's God first, positive relationships, helping positive people in a positive manner and helping others maintain a resilient mindset and uh, educating others about leadership. That's a must for me. Mm-hmm. Now, again, what cannot be in my business is negativity. I don't want it. Anything negative, I don't want it in my business at all. Powerful stuff, you guys. She's amazing, isn't she? She's so incredible. So we're going to open up for audience questions. If any of you guys out in the audience, and unfortunately, YouTubers, if you're watching this on the replay, you can certainly put your questions in the comments, and I'm sure um, Gigi will go back and take a peek at them. Uh, But in the meantime, for our live viewers, we'll give you an opportunity to ask some questions. So Gigi, how do people get a hold of you? How do they, if they are just like, oh my gosh, she's my person. In fact, I have a client who I'm going to introduce you to after the fact because she's an up and coming speaker. And I think that you would be an absolutely phenomenal mentor for her because she is super, she's actually the daughter of um, a pastor and she's an incredible speaker. She's been teaching all throughout, you know, her school years. And so I think you guys will be like two peas. So I'm super excited to introduce you to her. But that being said, how do people get a hold of you if they want more? Yes, on my website, www.lifeservicecenterofamericallc.com, just like you have it there. And then also, too, they can subscribe to my podcast, Walk With Me, which is all about helping others walk with purpose. So we bring amazing leaders from all over the world, such as Amy Lee, who's been a guest. Yes, she's been a guest on there. Definitely to help others walk with purpose. So subscribe today. And I I look forward to working with you all. I love that. Oh, my gosh. You are so amazing. So one last question for you that I, I sometimes ask and I don't always ask, but I'm asking today. What I want to know from you is, do you consider yourself to be highly sensitive or an empath? Yes. 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 But I know how to balance, balance it, especially because when as a leader, you need to be able to manage that in a manner where you're able to lead because you can't be so sensitive to the point where you're, you're, you're not able to lead. So mm-hmm. of course I bring my head and my heart into my business. A lot of folks, they, 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 they forget that sometimes. So it's always nice to remind some people, yes, bring your head and heart. Don't, don't just bring your head. You have to bring your heart too. You know, yeah, you, you, it's very important. Sheena says, I am so inspired by your passion for serving others. Yeah, you guys definitely would get along swimmingly because you both have giant hearts for the world. Awesome. Any last words for my audience today? Anything that you really want them to take away from today's interview? Yes. No matter what happens in this lifetime, no matter what trial or tribulation you are faced with in your life, get back up. 
never give up. I advised you earlier that this lifetime is not perfect. You're bound to run into an issue, but you need to be ready and you need to be able to maintain a resilient mindset, which is your ability to bounce back and bounce back quickly after a major trial or tribulation occurs in your life. Get back up and understand this. You are not your circumstances or what you've been through. And don't blame yourself. Because too often when people blame themselves, they stay down, they get depressed, they live in anxiety, they have fear. No, fear is only as real as you believe it to be. Anxiety is only as, you, as real as you believe it to be. And also understand this, you are the chain breaker. It doesn't matter about where you've been or what you've been through or the negative way you've been affected. You can break that cycle. If it was in your household, if it was outside, you don't have to be like that situation or what happened to you. You are the chain breaker. Break the chain. Be the change agent. You are God's servant. You to serve others. Bring your head and heart wherever you go and keep God first. I love that. Thank you so much, Gigi. You have been amazing. Isn't she so incredible? Oh my goodness, you guys. I am so glad that you were here on the show today. Thank you so much for being here. And of course, for serving my audience. We really appreciate you. You're welcome. And you all use Amelia as an example. She's a chain breaker. Thank you. You're so sweet. Welcome. All right, guys, that will do it for this week's Wednesday Wisdom with she, sorry, we're changing it, the Dream Design Podcast. <laughs> Wasn't she absolutely incredible, you guys? You have got to get to know Gigi. Lucky for you, she is in our group. She hangs out there. You can ask her questions. You can go hang out with her. You can send her a friend request. She is a real gem, so definitely get to know her. And that'll do it for this week's episode. Tune in next week when we have another fabulous guest. Until then, may you be happy. May you be healthy, may you be safe, and may you be at peace. Namaste.